Welcome to This Guy's Sick. I am Sam Valentine, and today I'm being joined for this little mini episode. With, mm. And it's just me and Tian here right now. It is, yeah. Uh, what you're going to listen to today is some listener submissions to our Halloween episode. So, as we asked many of you to send in uh, your Halloween stories, and a few of you did, we've got one audio to play, some yep. recorded their own audio. Uh, we had some stuff that we just couldn't air because it was, it was nonsensical. And some stories were like, Minana had a ghost in her house. <laughs> Do you know? Like, like, where's that going? Good to know. You know, and there was a few other stuff like that. Like, I had a, I had a graveyard uh, that I overlooked. Well, what happened? Like, that's not a story. Mm. That's just weird. That's just weird. That's just statements. No one needs to ever hear. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> But thanks for emailing. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, you were able to follow some instructions, but not all. Not all of them. Yeah. So before I get started, I did actually save two of those messages that were just random to read out. So I'm going to read them out to you now. Too, yeah, yeah, anything. sounds good. So the first one was from Raven. Raven, ooh, and he, nice name. He or she, I don't know. Yeah, you, ambiguous. Or both together. It might be. He, she. It could be all. So... I'm haunted by the ghost of Leslie's snail trail. <laughs> it's as beta male as he sounds. Yes. What kind of guy walks out on a podcast this good? Exactly. So you're right. Yeah, no, I agree. So that thanks Raven for that. And then yeah, the other one was story. from from Kevin, and Kevin sent in, "I am going to have my cock and balls removed and send them to you." That's pretty scary. That is scary. That you're is... going to be haunted by his. Uh, his cock and balls. Mm. So. And we don't know what's swimming around in there as well, you know? There might be like, there might be the C word in there. Any, anything be could be swimming around in there. So, I mean, who wants to go first with one of these stories? Do no. you want to go first? Sure, why not? Yeah, you read I mean, one of your stories because we're going to we're gonna take it in turns, everyone. Listen, me and Tina are going to take it in turns to read these stories out yeah, to and each other. Yeah, we think we might do a little bit of an evaluation, give it well, a I spooky think so. rating. I think so, yeah. So, yeah, so, so Tina's going to go with the first one. All right, so we got a submission in from uh, Kevin Jackson. Shout out to him. Thank you for following instructions. KJ. KJ. Yeah, KJ. Um, love the Halloween episode, guys. This is... This is one from when I was a boy. Gary, my friend, used to come into school saying he had a ghost in his house. Months and months went by, and every day he would tell us these elaborate stories about how things moved around when he is sleeping or how he would hear groaning at night. That's probably the priest. But... Yeah, that's the groaning at night. I mean, we've all heard a bit of groaning at oh, night. Oh, yeah. I mean, Uncle Fiddles lives on. Um... We all said it was his dad fucking his mum. Well, probably what? Probably it was. could what have been, the, yeah. Oh, there's banging coming from next door. No, it's his dad having to go on mum. Yeah. Right. I mean... Mum and dad having a shag and Uncle Frank is having a wang. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. That one's a good one. Um, but yeah, no, ultimately it probably was your dad fucking your mum. Um, I reckon so. Gary's mum. Gary's mum. Sorry, dad. Gary's mum. Not, not Kevin's mum. It could have been fucking Kevin's mum. He could have been. Your mum could have been round there having a gone That's Gary's That's true. Chat. It could have been some cuck business going on a there. Bit of the old cuckoldry. Yeah. yeah. A bit of swinging. Um, he goes on to say, uh, this went on for months. He would come up with these elaborate stories about drawings, uh, drawers, sorry, opening and lights turning on and off and other stuff. He so, must have been banging them hard. Door, well, that's it. Opening, lights are flickering. There's some fucking seismic activity there. Yeah. That guy has a small hammer, big nail. Um, so, I was walking home with Gary later in the year. And as, as we stopped outside his house, I asked if he could come in and see the ghost. He said, sure. I wasn't nervous or anything. I thought it was he was just a bullshitter. 
I'm now sat in his living room, and everything is normal. He starts telling me more of his stories when suddenly a large thump comes from upstairs, and he goes, that'll be Rupert. That's his dildo. <laughs> I was going to say, that sounds like a jack My dildo there. fell over. Oof. Or his mum's. Maybe his, maybe that's, that's the seismic activity. Yeah. And when the lights were... F- going funny yeah it's because it's drawing power from the source that's it right his mum's his mum's vibrator has so much power (laughs) on it that it sucks it out of the rest (laughs) of the house well i was thinking maybe his mum's kegel muscles are so powerful that the resistance it just draws so much power yeah that's it she's got quite the pelvic floor um so he goes on and says we head upstairs to investigate and this bronze statue of a dog is laying on the ground in the hallway he says, this is Rupert. He was our old dog. Oh, God, this sounds like... Uh, what, has he cast it in... T- that's what I was thinking. It's like it's like one of those Futurama in, situations. He's entombed the dog in bronze. Oh, shit. It's like a thousand years old. It's just mummified. This is, this is Rupert. This is my great-granddad's dog. Oh, thanks. Oh, well, that that's not creepy. Thanks for uh, showing us <laughs> your fucking dog. Um... He picks up the statue and puts it back on the shelf. We head back downstairs, and before we hit the bottom step, again we hear a thump. We turn, and once again, Rupert is on the floor. This time, he just stands it upright and leaves it on the floor. He doesn't put it back on the shelf. Okay. Yeah, okay, all right, standard. Uh, now we go back down, and all the lights in the house turn on at once, and then suddenly shut down. And he says, I knew talking about it would make him come. <laughs> Pardon? Wow. Excuse me? <laughs> Just make uh, him come. I'm a bit, yeah, I'm a bit confused about that. Yeah. Make who come? Rupert. The Red Rocket. This is what's going on. The, the, the dog's haunting them with his fucking ejaculates. Well, so where was your mate at the time the lights went on? Yeah, I know, right? That's a bit weird. Uh, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like I'm being overly sceptical here, mm. but like, that could just happen, right? Yeah. I mean, we're not saying that it didn't happen. We're just saying that he it's... could have been your mate could have been fucking with you if he's been coming to school all the time saying, yeah. "Oh, I was a ghost." But then Kevin did say, "I thought he was a bullshitter at the beginning." Oh. So I suppose it could just be that he's missed out little bits in the story as he's writing. Of course, yeah. Um, do 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 do. And this is when I got nervous. The statue could have been put in a weird angle that would eventually fall, but the lights that didn't add up. I suppose. I mean, uh, if I saw a load of lights go on and off, I'd probably be pretty fucked, like, uh, you know. Yeah, but someone could be flicking the fucking mains switch. Do you know what I mean? Like, That's don't, true, don't, yeah. Like, or it could just be, like, power surges. It could be power lights. surges, yeah. And he might know, oh, at a certain point in the day, they go fucking shit. Yeah. That's why when you've gone, can I come and see your ghost? He's like, yep. Fucking of course. I'm. Good. You can't call me a bullshitter anymore. Yeah. You know, he's just trying to clear his name. Um, we go into the living room, and Gary asks if I want a drink. I said yes. He goes in and gets Coke. Sorry, a Coke. My bad. Um, as he is in the kitchen, the lights go on and off in quick succession. See, he's not in the room. Yeah. Gary's not in the room. You don't know if he's actually fucking with you, right? No, he already just said, oh, he might have been balancing this statue in a weird way. Yeah. Eventually, it's going to fucking topple over. This does actually sound like he's just fucking with you this whole time. Because it's like gaps where you don't really see him. Yeah. Or you don't notice yeah, what he's Gary's doing. Gary's gone in the kitchen and the lights went on and off. Okay. Yeah. Although, to be fair, this bit's a bit weird. Um, followed by the burglar alarm sounding loudly. Grey goes shit and rushes out of the kitchen. To so the he's stairwell. still in the kitchen, though. Yeah. You're in, 
This guy said he's sat in the front room. Mm. Gary's in the kitchen and all this stuff starts happening. Yeah, but then burglar alarms are different, though, because you've got to turn them off. You deactivate them, right? When yeah, you... but uh, I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, they, but they might not have turned it on when he came in the house. True. Unless it's like in the kitchen and maybe he could have turned it in on from there. Exactly. And then all it took was like a little bit it of It might movement. be next to the kitchen. It might be... It could be anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Hmm. I suppose. Uh, Gary goes shit and rushes out of the kitchen to the stairwell to turn the alarm off. Saying so is that the, the police... stairwell? Yeah. So you've had to walk past it a couple of times at this point. Yeah. You've gone upstairs, gone in the living room. He's gone oh, to the kitchen. Oh, that's true, yeah. And not only that, we didn't see him. He might have... He might have gone all the way to the stairwell without you knowing, press the alarm on, fucking goes off, and then he puts an act on to fucking run back. Yeah. Um, saying the police will come if it goes on too long. He likes telling people they'll come. He does, eh? You know, he will come, the police will come. I was going to say, I'm getting a little bit uh, a little bit hot over here. Garrett, um, Kevin, you need to hit me up with some more of these uh, fanfics, mate. These are pretty good. Um, do, 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 do. Let me just see if I can find my place again. Um, it is here that I start hearing this jingling metal sound like keys. And Gary goes, come, come. <laughs> Fuck me. Gary goes what? He goes, come, come. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. How many times have I said come now? Holy Gary shit. likes to say the word come. He does. Gary, Gary loves his come. Um, I rush to the hallway and the cutlery drawer is wide open and all the knives and forks are on the floor. Okay, that that's a little weird. But he, no, because the cunt was in the kitchen. That's still the kitchen. Where was Gary? He's the eye ran out. Let's have a look. Let me just read back. Uh, do, 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 do. Gary not, goes, not... come, come, and I rush to the hallway. So they don't see each other. Yes, Gary's telling him to come to walk, come and have come a look at this. Him. Yeah. Oh, right. So he was there when the knives and forks were on the floor. Because that's why he's asking him to Kevin, come Kevin, you a need look. to have a word with Gary. Yeah, Gary's fucking with you, mate. He's fucking with you. He's definitely fucking with you. I mean, the first sentence, me and Tian both were like, mm, yeah, this sounds like bullshit. It is a little bit sketch. Because there's a lot of like gaps where you don't know where he is. No, Gary's wandering doing. about the house, and then your gullible-ass Kevin is going, oh, shit, there's ghosts. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it did pretty much. Uh, as we stand there together, we hear the radio come on, music start to blare. I look at Gary and say, fuck this, and run out, run out of there. The next day at school, I never questioned him again when we talked about his haunted house. Well, good good story, Kevin. I mean... I think he was fucking with you. Yeah. If, in all honesty, I think Gary was messing with Kevin, and even the radio went on. We The remote could be in his pocket. Yeah. I think I think Gary just wanted you to see his cum, to be honest. He wanted you to come. He, he just wanted to help you beat off a little bit, give you the old cheeky finger in the bum, and then uh, call it quits. Yeah, Gary was up for something. Definitely. He was going to scare you into his bedroom. He was probably going to fuck the dog in front of him. The metal, yeah, but it's made of metal. You can bore a hole in. It might have already been one. It might have had a flashlight That's hole. That's it, right? It. How big was this statue? I wonder. It doesn't actually mention it. Brass statue. It doesn't even. Dog. It doesn't even say what kind of dog it is. No. Because if we if we knew what the dog was, we'd know how big the asshole should be. Yeah, well, I wouldn't know. I've not really. I don't really pay attention to dog assholes. Oh, just me then. Just you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let us know what type of dog it is, and then we'll know roughly the circumference. Well, I'll know roughly the circumference. Yeah, you've, you've looked at plenty of dog assholes. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes you just got to beat off a dog, and the only way to do it is stimulate the butt. Anyways. <laughs> so we got another one. This is from Sarah. She didn't put a surname. Some do sometimes. So Sarah said, hi, guys. Thank you for letting me send this in. 
Tell Tian I'm changing the locks. You're a cruel woman, firstly. But you can get through it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm the master lock prick. I mean, maybe that's why she said it. She's like... It's true. Maybe it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Come to my house and see if you can get in. Get the locks out. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Sarah. I'll bear that in mind. All right. She says, so, this is a weird one. And Sam's story about the mobile phone going off is what triggered me to remember. Okay. I just started uni... And I used to babysit for this super wealthy family. They'd pay me £100 to look after their baby for three hours on a Friday night. And sometimes on a a Sunday too. Looking after this one-year-old was granting me about £700 a month in total. Holy fuck. It's not bad. That's good money. Holy shit. One night I was chilling with my then boyfriend at their place. The baby was asleep and we were watching a pirate copy of 8 Mile. So this must have been a while back. Yeah, it must have been. When suddenly my phone goes off, I turn down the TV and it says that the mother of the child is calling me. I answer and all I get is static. Okay. All right. So we kind of got the whole ring vibe going with the phones and shit. Yeah. All right. It was like 02 or 03 or something like that and butt dialing was common. So I gave her a quick courtesy call and all was fine on her end. She said her phone was in her bag. Something must have nudged it. 20 minutes go by and again my phone rings and this time it's the dad calling me. This time I didn't bother with a courtesy call. I thought maybe they had bad signal or something in the restaurant and it was causing their phones to act up. But then it happened a third time, this time from an unknown caller and again more static. So she picked up that time. She actually listened to that one. Oof. So now I thought it must be my phone that's the problem. So I switched it off. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. An hour then goes by, everything is fine, no issues, and I look at the time and know the parents are going to be home in maybe 20 to 30 minutes. My boyfriend has fallen asleep when I hear the intercom crackling from the baby's room. I stand up and go nearer to hear it, and I can hear this low humming like an old woman's voice. Oh, shit, you got the babushka in there. Fuck. Oh, that's... Nah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, right, I'm out of here. Yeah, fucking... Have you, you know the stories of Babushka, yeah, right? Yeah. The old woman in the fucking forest. Oh, fuck that. I freeze, glaring over that at my sleeping boyfriend, hoping he would wake up, but I literally couldn't speak or move. The humming changes to a hushing sound, as if whatever it was was trying to quieten the baby. I then heard the baby make a few sounds, as if it was about to sob, and I don't know what it was about the baby crying... Maybe a built-in mothering instinct. But as soon as I heard it, I dashed up the stairs in a complete rage. Loudly. Rage? It rage angry. Anger. Something's in the room. I don't know. She says it's well, rage. Like a, some sort of burst of adrenaline. She just... Yeah. She, it sounds like she heard the baby and then snapped out of this fear. And yeah. was like, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh, shit. Like... So... Was, she might so, have thought it was a burglar or something. Like, doesn't was, mean it's a ghost, right? Yeah. At this point. I was going to say, because it, like... From the story, it sounds less ghosty and more mimetic stuff. Yeah. You know? Like, a little bit of control over your body. Okay. So, um, loudly loudly waking up my boyfriend, who started to say, what's up, what's up? I entered the room, and the baby was out of its cot and on a blanket on the floor with toys. As soon as it saw me, it started to bellow and cry. I picked him up and dashed downstairs as fast as I can, through the living room and out into the front garden with my boyfriend trailing behind me. And I swear, when I looked up at the window to the baby's room, there was a silhouette of someone standing there watching me out behind the curtain. Holy fuck. About 15 minutes later, with me and my BF sat in his car, 
The parents showed up. I told them everything and they got really angry and very weird and cross with me, asking if I was high, I wasn't, or if I had been drinking, we hadn't. And then after that, they never phoned me to babysit again. Oh, shit. It doesn't end there. A few years later, I bumped into the mum in the supermarket and she apologised to me for her reaction back then and said, you were right. Oh, and fuck. we have had to move out of that house because it was terrible. Yikes. I didn't pry and I left uni a year later and returned to Wales. So I've never seen them again. Okay. I mean... That's creepy as fuck. Yeah, that is creepy. I mean, do you know what my first initial thought was? I reckon... Because they're a wealthy family, right? I reckon they tied up the grandma and took her inheritance. They fucking... <laughs> they put her in the basement or something. She got out. She's just trying to fucking escape. Well, you could think... You might think that. You might think that grandma's come round, right? And you yeah. didn't know. You're the babysitter. Or someone else might have been in the house. When she said... She said super wealthy. So to me, I'm thinking this house is big. Oh, it has to be, I'm yeah. just guessing. The house is huge. Plenty of fucking rooms. Like, you got the intercom on. It's, it's done nothing all night. Because she hasn't mentioned, oh, the intercom was on all night. Yeah. It only comes up when it goes off, when she hears something going on it. Mm. You know? Yeah. But then the phone thing, a bit weird. That is weird, Three yeah. phone calls of static. Yeah. From three different numbers while you sat there. Or, someone, or someone's fucking with you. Yeah. You've always got a factor in that maybe a mate knew she was there and was messing with her, scaring her. Can't get around the seeing something in the window and hearing no. hush, hush, hush and humming down the... Well, not only that, but I'm, I'm inclined to believe the phone calls purely because one came from the mum and one from the dad. Like, if it was a friend fucking with you... You're oh, not going right. to get a message yeah. from... It wouldn't work, right? Yeah, because on the second one, she phoned the mum back, hmm. said, hey, what's up? And everything was fine. Me? When the dad phoned her and she answered and heard static, she just left it. Yeah. She went, oh, they said everything was fine. This is just a fuck up. Yeah. It's the third one that made her go, oh, it must be my phone and turn it off. So she wasn't even suspicious. Even in the way she, she was writing it, she didn't say, no. I was getting freaked out. They were just chilling, watching fucking Eight Mile, boyfriends having a nap. They weren't even remotely triggered to something bad happening yet. Yeah. It's only when... The problem is, even if you were to ask her to recount the story, the dude was asleep, so he can't corroborate he can't, a fucking yeah. single thing. And the baby wasn't old enough the to fucking know. Enough. Especially, even if you ask the baby now, they won't fucking remember. So yeah, that's, that's weird. That's that is a weird, weird story. All right, I'm gonna I'm going to do a brief evaluation of what I reckon. Okay, if I was a naysayer, what I'd fucking... I, I genuinely think that's a good story, like, in terms of creepiness and shit like that. I think that could actually be real and a recollection of what's happened. It's just tough to, you know, prove it because you've got no one else that was there to prove anything. Right? It's impossible to Because there was prove. no one else. Um, and the boy, like you said, the boyfriend was asleep. It's a bit. It's not as sketchy as the as, no. as the other story. The other story sounded like the dude was literally being messed with. This one, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it's tough to say with this one. But I reckon if I was a naysayer, I reckon the family was going bankrupt and they didn't want to fucking pay out 700 quid a month again. So... Well, why are they going out for meals? Well, see, that's it. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they went out for a drive. They phoned her on both. Just left it. Whatever. And then they got the gran who's still in the house to phone. That's the unknown. This is an elaborate fucking plan. Because oh, you yeah. don't want to, you just say to the babysitter we don't need a babysitter yeah, anymore but you know these guys are clearly weird but the, I didn't get anything weird from the parents outside of when she said to them they got fucking cross and thought she was high and drunk but maybe they did but that, that this is what I'm saying like that not that a little bit suspicious in itself why would someone get mad about that yeah but I don't know what time it is right you come home you've hired this babysitter she's done a fucking perfectly fine job hmm. most nights 
You come back, boyfriend's with her. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. fair. They're fucking sitting in the car. It could be the winter. The fu- we don't know what fucking that's time. That's true. With yeah. a fucking baby. Like, that's sketchy. What are we going to do? Well, did we just catch you? Were we going to fucking drive off with it? Yeah. So they could come out of the car and, what are you fucking playing at? There was a ghost. There was a ghost. Like, Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. they're older than her. Like, uni, she, she said uni, she said... I was. It was a few years later. I saw the mum, and then I left. And then yeah. Went, so that's three years at uni. Okay. So she was what eighteen at the time. Something like that. Yeah. So they could have been in their f- a professional couple with loads of money in their thirties, going, "You fucking idiot kids, what are you even doing?" Mm. Moral of the story is: don't be those parents and don't get babysitters. There you go. Fucking look after your goddamn kids. I suppose. Well, you can still get a babysitter, but okay. Maybe maybe investigate because then the end of the story is she went. No, you're right. The house was fucking terrible. That's true, yeah. And we had to leave. She did. So something must have. So something, something must, have, must happened. have been happening, yeah, for them to fucking apologise. So, Tian, right. you've got you've got another story. I do. This one seems to be a little bit of a short one, which is nice, nice little thing. Okay, there's a couple of things in here that I can't say. You, um, you, you, oh, is this the one with the N word in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you I just just say N word first, just say N word. I when wanted you get- to. <laughs> When you get to that bit, just say N-word. You're right. Yeah, no, it was one. I, w- I, wanted, I wanted to just double check that I wasn't going to say <laughs> yeah, something. I think everything else over. can be said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N-word can't be said, especially the bit about me at the beginning. Now. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely saying That's that That's a one. good bit. Though. Fucking right. Uh, this comes from Melissa. She didn't give us a last name, but shout out to Melissa. You'll know who you are. Um, There's a couple of Melanies, Melissas, Mel's yeah. involved. Melanoma. Melanoma. There's yeah, got to yeah. be. Um, she says... Halloween was my favorite episode of you guys. I think the mix of Sam, Tian, and Scott is my favorite cast line up to date. Tell Sam I'd fuck him. Thanks for that. I so, think that's a. I think that's fair. That's a good comment. I at least get one of these a week. Yeah. So you know, just keep them coming. Whether it's sitting on someone's face or something. Yeah. yeah there's always it something. Pictures of guys' dicks. Also, thank you. I think I think we've got a good chemistry going with me sam and scott actually in terms yeah no of... we we really liked that particular episode oh, and yeah. are planning on maybe doing something similar down the line maybe revisiting conspiracies again maybe mm. something like that but yeah no cheers yeah what we won't tell chris and jake you said that. no <laughs> let's hope they don't listen to that one um she goes on to say anyway lol hashtag cringe i used to be an email girl hashtag cringe hashtag cringe yeah <laughs> So she's a fan of Twitter. It's good to know. I used to be an emo girl, and now I look like your basic e-girl. Oh, this is like a fucking... This is like a rhyme. I'm listening. Here we go. Sam's already sold. I used to think I was super edgy. I used to chill with my friends in the local cemetery here in Ada County, or Ada County. I don't know how you pronounce that. Sorry. We're from the UK. Uh, We'd smoke pop, take photos on my shitty phone for MySpace, and listen to MCR, basic bitch shit, you know. So, you know. It's MCR. MCR, My Chemical Romance. Oh, right. Yeah. So, it's like that I typical... I thought it was a radio station or something. No, MCR. No, no. What the fuck's that? Well, I thought it was the new Avengers film. Um, <laughs> but fucking, you know, basic early 2020... Uh, she said she was an emo, so yeah. Yeah, it 20, makes sense. 20, 2004. 2004-ish yeah, yeah, kind like of thing, yeah. One night, we were all chilling, and we heard this scream. It was loud as fuck. We all jumped, not because we thought it was a ghost, but that there was a wild animal that sometimes comes around. Even more so, so in Bosey? Bosey? Oh, that's in Idaho. Bosey. Is that an actual... Okay. Bosey's, I wasn't sure Bosey's if that was like place, slang. Yeah. So that she must live in Idaho. Yeah. I don't know. They must have bears and shit. And Some, all sorts, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, fuck that. I wouldn't want to deal with that. Uh, we all stood up 
And as we did, there was this dude just standing there about six or seven rows away. Rows. Oh, I guess rows of graves, right? <laughs> yeah. Must be. Yeah. I thought they were in church. Rows. Fucking yeah, no, the rows of pews. Rows, rows of graves. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Damn, that's kind of creepy, actually. Weird. That that's a specific fucking detail to note when you're in that situation, right? Yeah, but I mean, I'm trying to think. But if you look across and there are like... Yeah, you can't really yeah, miss yeah, it, you I go, suppose. Fuck, there's a dude standing... Yeah. Yeah, it's a strange descriptive, though. Rows Some... of graves, but it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Some undertaker-looking person. Uh, N-word. Some under- undertaker-looking N-word. Yes, that, that person. Um, all cloaked out like a grave robber. I swear to fucking God, I've never been so scared in my life, and we all ran out of there. I, I get that. Yeah. If, I, if I saw some guy in a fucking cloak... <laughs> Listen to My Chemical Romance in the background. Fucking, I'd probably be like, nah, fuck this noise. It might have been one of the band members. Oh, that's yeah, that's true actually. You went, you ran out of there with shit running down your leg. You went from My Chemical Romance to My Chemical Shit Pants. That is a chemical reaction yeah. in your butthole right there. Um, I don't know. That's kind of creepy. But then that could be anyone, right? Yeah. Well, well yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean a ghost or anything. No. It could just be I some mean, you- some grave. Fucker. Well, so not even that. I mean, you've got. You're hanging out in a graveyard yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, She's saying it. I'm sat. So other people with obviously you'd hear a bunch of girls listening to music though. I think. Yeah. That's going to be blatant. But if you looked up, especially like an emo chick or something, all dressed in black mm. with fucking pale face paint, you're like you walk in through the fucking graveyard and you turn around and just see some girl walk across, you might shit yourself. Yeah. You might think, what the fuck was that? True. True. Or if and you're not- me, you'd get a boner. I mean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fair. Fair. But like, even You'd be then, like, like, finally, Morticia is here. Yeah. I mean, not only that, but like, they've said that they they smoke pot there fairly often, right? So maybe it's just so some druggy, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking maybe well, some druggy followed herself, them. So she could be... Oh, that's true. She might not necessarily be... Paranoid as fuck sometimes as well. Yeah, because that is associated with pot yeah. a lot. Um, but yeah, weird. Um, weirdest thing, a few days later, some guy was arrested for, for murder not far from here. He had killed two women, which isn't uncommon here. Fuck me. God damn, US. Uh, which isn't uncommon here. We get a lot of murders. So <laughs> fuck at, it, we get a lot of murders, at, right? Ada count, County, Bozy, Idaho, is a lot of murders, yeah, apparently. stay the fuck so away, apparently. Just don't fucking go there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we get a lot of these. I love how you just kind of threw that out there. There's, there's a fucking lot of murders. There's a lot of them. Yeah, yeah fuck it, right? Um, after, but we're, always... after we're done, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, I'm I kind of do. I, I want to see the homicide, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I always wondered if that was him in the cemetery that night. Wait. Oh, as in the murderer. The murderer, okay, yeah. yeah. If you mean if he got nicked a couple of days later or whatever, it was I, a few weeks yeah. later. He can't be a smart murderer, though. If he fucking saw a group of teens in the fucking cemetery and thought, yeah, I'll take them. Yeah, but he could be a raper or something as well. Yeah, but a group of teens, they'll fuck you up. Not girls, you don't know how big he was. Yeah, she said she... Undertaker looking, she... Undertaker seven foot. Okay, she said her friends, so I mean, it could have been... Yeah, it could have been just girls, yeah, we, we don't know, yeah. We don't know. Um, but even then, like, you'd be a fucking madman to try and take on a group of people. You could be armed, though. That's true. I mean, he's a murderer, so... <laughs> well, that's what I mean, like, Chances are he probably know, was armed. We didn't say how he killed two women. Yeah. Just that he had he killed two women. fucking killed two He could have killed two women at once. And even if he doesn't have a weapon, that's... That's Impressive, dangerous right? as fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. If he's willing to use his hands as a weapon, no fucking backup or anything and kill someone. So, no, that's a good one. Um, 
And thanks for the compliments, me. Send feet pics. Yeah, please. If that's, you know. Yeah. Have you got an OnlyFans? Yeah, just yeah, give me a free it. sub. Yeah, free we'll subs. Free subs. That's how you can support this podcast. Yeah, we, just, we'll, we will take nudes for podcast episodes. I mean, yes. we probably shouldn't say that. No. Because I get them. I get nudes from dudes and, and chicks and all sorts of stuff. I actually don't need them. I'm jealous. You're jealous. I'm jealous. Send I'm them pretty... to TN. Yeah. But just send them to... Leslie used to, be to fair, fucking gotten, ask all, over and over. I've got a couple. Oh, he's now. got a couple now, so they have started to. Send Not them. many, but I've got a couple. Um, so it's a T and ask it. Just keep sending them his way. Yeah, just fucking yeah. Just send me pictures of fucking nasty moss and whatever the fuck feet. you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what really gets me. So, um, God, this guy's name annoys. Uh, sorry, no, it doesn't annoy me. He's, he's put his nickname on there. Oh right? God, so he's put All his right. name and his nickname. So this comes in from uh, Cameron Davy, aka Cammy D. Oh shit, Cammy D. What a man. He says, sup fam. That's how he starts it. Nice, strong start. I was on holiday in France with my girl at the end of last year when you could still travel and we stayed in this little town in France. You told us you were in France already. Um... (laughs) Yeah, fuck you. You've already <laughs> told you, us. Fuck you, Camille. You said I was on holiday in France, so we know you were in France. We stayed just outside this town, renting a little cottage for a week. We went and saw all the sights while we were there. Went to the beaches where all the World War Two shit happened. Just oh, World okay. War, that like World, fucking... That World War Two shit. Yeah, that... That, <laughs> that world cool fucking World War Two shit, like... Let's go. So, I imagine he talks like that. Yeah. He's I like, mean, oh, brap, the yeah, fucking gun, fam. like... Sup fam, I went to France on holiday in France. We get um, well mashed up on the beaches of Verdun, like. And uh, yeah, we went to the beaches where all the World War Two shit happened. Went to see these graveyards full of military graves and unknown. It must have been in Normandy. Yeah, unknown soldiers, museums, and all that good shit. The town didn't have much to do in the evening. There were places to eat and a few bars, but not much else. I was driving too, so I couldn't really drink. So we just ate at home base. What the. Place we get. I was going to say, home base is home like being cute, isn't it? <laughs> just, do do they have cafes base? in those fucking places? I know that IKEA has like a mini cafe. I, I think he means where they were staying. Oh, <laughs> just like home base. God, that like, fucking yeah, home that threw like me off. Being cute, so we just ate at home base, staying up late, fucking all that good shit. Oh, all right. He said all that good shit twice. D- he said it twice. He said it twice. Yeah, museums and all that good shit, fucking and all that. Yeah, fam. Yes, bruv. Yes, um, yeah. Okay. On the last night, though, I was having these fever dreams in the cottage. Waking up, sweating, shaking. I could swear down soldiers were in the house. <laughs> swear down. They kept coming into the room and going out of the window one by one. Oh, that's interesting. That's apparently a common thing. Yeah? That's a common thing that happens to people when they're around military, um, either battlefields or um, memorials. Because... Um, a lot of American cities, or sorry, American, the famous uh, battlefields of America with obviously the Civil War. Apparently that happens a lot. Yeah. That's interesting. I couldn't sleep properly at all. I was in and out of sleep having this dream over and over. Next morning, I woke up and my girl was like, why is there a chair in front of the door? I knew it must have been me. I'd wedged the chair up in the handle all like you see in the movies. I know what he means. I know what I he know means. What he means. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the dream was so real, I must have tried to stop them coming in in real life. Holy shit. I turn to my girl to tell her, and I say, I had this dream. And then she says, of a soldier throwing himself out the window. Oh, so she's she's had the same yeah. shit. I okay. had to shut the fuck up at this point. I said, 
you messing with me? She said, no, I dreamt that. I said, nah, I must have been talking in my sleep or some shit. Again, she said, baby, I dreamt that. It was sketch as fuck. And I thought she... I'm not trying to take the piss out of the way you... No, no, re- sorry. It, it, yeah, no, no. We, we don't mean it to take the piss. I, it's just kind of harder to follow. Yeah. Um, it was sketch as fuck, and I still thought she playing with me. We get up, get packed, and go drop the keys off at the other cottage where this family who rented it to us live. We get there, and my girl goes, anything happen in the house? And this French chick, she looks at her husband and says, yes. The husband, get up out of his chair, comes over and says, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> Hey, baguette from wee. But he spelt it W E E. Oh no! Wee wee. I'm out of piss. I'm French and I want to piss somewhere. Oh fucking hell! He says wee wee. A German was hiding in that house from the Allies. Oh shit! But they found him and broke down the doors. He threw himself out of the window and not through through throw himself out of the window and died from the impact oh shit my girl goes we saw him we both saw him and the man says guests often tell us this so they've heard it before yeah i was ready to get the fuck out of there i don't trust ghosts (laughs) i don't mate ghosts are well fucking ratty i don't trust ghosts and i don't trust the nazi ghosts anywhere near my n-word ass okay I ain't ever going to go back to France again. Cammy D. It's all right. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm done with France. I'm out. Mic drop. <laughs> France is going to fuck itself. <laughs> I'm out, France. Fuck off. No, f- weird, eh? That is bizarre. That is, that is weird. Um, and there are weird stories. Like, I've got a story of me and my cousin having the same dream. It was, it was you know, like this obvious thing that we must have both had some sort of fever dream together. And like, well, hang on, that sounds weird. You know, we were kids. We weren't sleeping in the bed together or something. But we both had a very, very similar dream. And in the next morning when we were talking to each other about it, we were really weirded out by the fact that we had had the same dream. So I can understand something like that happening or being said. I'll tell you one thing. Because of the way you write, and obviously we took the piss out of your accent and the way you, you talk, it's quite genuine, though. Like, the way you've put your story across wasn't, oh, yeah, and there was smoke in the room and, and it was how you how i would imagine you talk is how you've written this story to us while reading your story it came across as incredibly fucking genuine that you were able to convey the same message even with your inflections coming in mm. we took the piss out of obviously the way you speak um because we obviously this happened you've probably heard it a lot more in the uk um but over here where i've grown up we don't really have that sort of thing going on so no, I, th- I think the story was good. Um, obviously, it's a common... From what I've read, it's fairly common, especially in certain parts of the world where battlefields were and, you well, know, c- battles But is it general. the same, though, coming into the room and going out the window, or just... <clears throat> there's yeah. a song about it. There's a Susan Vega song about... And they were in France as well. She sings about how her husband woke her up and he had been ill for two days. And while he was ill, he said these people kept coming into the room and like holding his hand, telling him everything's going to be okay. Women, men, similar thing. Walking into the room, chatting to him. Walking into the room, holding his hand. Yeah. And she's got this like whole song about it. And she says, and then when they left, they ask and they say, what happened in that room? The the clerk goes, something strange, and leaves it at that. And, and apparently it's a true story about the husband just having this fucking fever dream of visitations of hundreds of different things. Yeah. Uh, not, not throwing themselves out the window. Obviously. But, yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, if I was a naysayer, I'd probably say you fucked so much, you were dehydrated, and then your body went into some sort of delirium. Well, but... the answer is also there as well, because you said, Cammy D, you said, um, you thought she must have heard you say it. Ah, yeah. He said, he, that was his own, she was fucking with me, because she must have heard me say it. Now, obviously, when you go to the people, you can't account for the, the French, but you can never account for the French. No, that's right. Eh? You can never trust them. They're fucking the little rats, man. Your 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 story of um, not wanting to go back. I understand. Yeah, I mean, it, are you sure you weren't actually talking to a rat, like in your delirium? You can't call them that. Call what? What? The French rats. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can. I suppose. Yeah. I, I mean, I just thought they might not like. Well, it no, no, no. I mean, it in we're, terms never gonna, of... we're never going to get in the charts in France. No, but I'm not sure I want to. No, really. I mean, let's be real. It's France. Listen to some bonjour my bollocks instead. Yeah. Not... I mean, listen. We probably got one viewer in fucking Bourbon. Fucking like, oh, I am very offended. Wee 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 wee. So that is our. That we've got one more reader submission, which we'll play after we finish talking yeah and then there's a little bit extra at the end because i sat down with john mcmahon aka this is loss over the weekend and we just had a chat like a, a bog standard no themed chat and we recorded it for the sake of recording it mm. so a portion of that is going to play at the end of this as well and you're going to get kind of a, a mix of things this episode so you've got your, your reader reader your listener stories yeah listener submissions which was always cool to have i, I like the yeah, fact I like that people it. are reaching out a bit more um i enjoy it so you've got those and then you've got me and john having a chin wag about fame and being recognized mm. and also about facebook censorship and a few other little things so yeah yeah it's, yeah. it's been good uh, especially the little segment here no no i've enjoyed it and um stories are weird i don't think we had any shit stories no 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 i, I think i think one of them was definitely someone being messed with Yes. Yeah, yeah. The other three, one wasn't a ghost story. One was like a weird man in a fucking graveyard, which could be completely true. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it could be. It might have been an actual murderer. Um, yeah, it could have just been a raper or something out. It might have just been Grant being summoned been to the sound of... My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It... I'm not okay. <laughs> it is slow... How fucking cliche are you listening to I My know, Chemical Romance right? in the fucking graveyard? <laughs> So it it just reminds me of the South Park characters, the yeah, emo kids. That's what they were. That's what oh, these that's were. What they the actually were. Kids. Yeah, you must Fucking have been them. Yeah, because that was a while back as well. So that was when this yeah. was all the rage, and all, all all the girls were dressing like that. Yeah, in their fucking miss it. What happened to them? Now they've all got blue hair. Yeah, and double chins. Yep. So and screaming at someone. And screaming at someone on the internet. Yeah. Should have stayed in your emo phase. Wow. Bring it back. Sing girl phase. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring, bring back the sing girls. We. Hashtag bring back scene. We girls. miss them. You know what? I'm down. Are we making this an official hashtag? We're making it an official hashtag. Bring, bring back scene girls. girls. All right. So, yeah, no, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy the next story which was sent in. And peace. Peace. Here are a couple of stories from Corey Duke that were sent in. He's got two or three stories, so they're going to come up right now. And following that, it's going to be my conversation with John McMahon. All right. So, I got a couple. Uh... Got a couple little ghost stories for you. Um, my house I grew up in, um, well, I lived in two different houses, but the one I moved to when I was like 11 used to be a uh, home for like priests and nuns and shit. I don't know what they're called, um, but because there was like a church across the street 
And uh, anyways, we would I would hear uh, footsteps coming up my stairs like quite a bit, like quite often at night. And uh, like nobody really believed me. And then one night the dog was just going nuts, like just barking like crazy because these footsteps were coming up the stairs. Um, and I could see, um, so the way my bedroom was, there was a mirror, there was my bedroom and then the doorway, and then there was a mirror on the wall across from it. And then in that mirror, you could see clearly into the bathroom and the bathroom door was open. And, uh, anyways, I, I, the footsteps were coming up the stairs, uh, which is pretty much normal at this point. I didn't like really freak out about that ever. Um, and anyways, all of a sudden, the lights turned on in the bathroom, and me being, like, 15 and tired as fucking grumpy, I just said, shut the damn light off, and then and looked into the mirror, and there was nobody in the bathroom, and the lights shut off. So, I mean, at least it was a kind ghost. It uh, followed orders and shut the lights off so I could go back to sleep. Um, there was also a chance, uh, or an instance where it was coming up the steps and I had a friend over and my computer was actually on the landing of the stairs, like at the very top of the stairs. That's where my computer was. And my friend and I, um, had been playing, um, it was like some Dragon Ball Z fighting game on my PC because we just emulate the Super Nintendo games. Anyways, my friend was like, what the fuck is that? Cause you could hear this steps coming up the stairs. And then I was like, oh, that's that ghost or whatever. Like, I explained to him that, that I would hear footsteps every once in a while. And there, the, ho- the house was haunted, but it, it didn't, the ghost never really did anything. Anyways, so my buddy Mike, um, who who actually is the guy that does the uh, the podcast with me, the uh, Relaxed Retro Talk podcast, um, he was sitting there at the top of the stairs because um, he was player two, so he stands closest to the staircase. And he, and he turned over because it came to the top step, and he just turned white. Like, he was fucking terrified. And he was wearing one of those cheesy-ass, like, early 2000s, late 90s, button-up blue fucking shirts with the dragons on them. And, and he was wearing that. And, and the shirt was, like, puffed out a little bit. And then all of a sudden there was, like, a flick. Like, we heard the flick. We saw his shirt, like, dent in a little bit. And we just started fucking screaming, and we ran into my bedroom and shut the door. He was like, it flecked me! It flecked me! Um, and then I guess uh, another ghost story, uh, quick, we were out. Um, my grandparents live in like a, or lived in a, uh, a, a town, like a ghost town, I guess. Like, it's, it's a dead town. There's no town there anymore. Um, and we would, like, go into the, the houses and stuff and just fuck around when we were, when we were like, teenagers. And, uh, one time there was like a, we were driving by and we were going to go into the one house and it was starting to get dark out. And all of a sudden we saw like a light in the window and we were like, what the fuck? Cause nobody lives in these houses. There's no power in them. And one of my friends went to get closer, uh, to the house and all of a sudden the window broke and the light went off and we just like screamed and got back into the truck. And then the next morning, my cousin and I, uh, we went to that house and the glass was broken, but it was broken from the inside out. That was fucked. That was incredibly fucked. I have no idea how to explain. Like, all I can think of is, like, maybe an animal jumped out. And maybe the light was, like, a reflection from our headlights or a reflection from our headlights on the animal's eyes or something like that. That's, like, logically the only thing I can come up with. But I think that's it for uh, for ghost stories. I know there was one more, but I can't remember it right now. Anyways, uh, hopefully uh, this makes it into your into your show. Thanks, dude. And here is my conversation with This Is Loss himself, John McMahon. 
Now, I have listened to your podcast uh, since your first episode, which I think, I remember you were on some program called like, what's it called? Stapler? No, Stitcher. Stitcher. Stapler. It was called Stitcher. And you had like the FF7 like preview before the game even came out. FF7 remake. You had fucking uh, the Captain Captain Marvel review up there. It was like, so like I know you and you and I have been friends. But like now it's been this weird thing where like people you have never met in your entire life are calling you an inspiration. It's hard for me to see it, but you see that all the time now. So I just wanted to th- uh congratulate you on your newfound success uh people know who the fuck you are so how are you even dealing with that right now it's weird it's a it's a fucking strange feeling when i started this podcast i'm not gonna lie and say i never thought it would go anywhere i don't do something for the reason that i sometimes i come across that i do like i i I know the podcast is not very professional because i never wanted it to be professional but my approach to it you know my drive my vision for it the amount of time and effort I put into it is on a professional level. While what I want to do is just have fucking honest conversations with people about gaming, about whatever. Like tonight, you know, we've just talked about like social issues, politi- politics, fucking... I've always wanted it to be as honest as that because one of my main inspirations for a podcast was Joe Rogan. And whether people like him or don't like him, he has different people on and they say almost say whatever the fuck they want and he argues with them agrees with them discusses shit with them and i always thought that that as a format was something i liked so it's not that i never wanted fame never wanted recognition i did i always wanted to approach it as something that could have that but now i'm starting to get it it's an adjustment because when i reach out to someone and i'm like hey i'd love to have you on as a guest and they're like hey i know who you are how the fuck do you know who I am? It's, it's bizarre it's just a bizarre feeling fuck people know who i am now, it could be they know who I am because of good branding, because my watermark, my memes are fucking everywhere. So people see yeah. this guy's sick, right? They see it and it's branding. But it, in the response I got recently from someone who, who will remain nameless for now was, I know your podcast. It wasn't, I know the name, I know of you. It was, oh no, I know your podcast. Oh yeah, I know your podcast. And I, was, and I was taken aback by it because I'm like, this is someone that, not that I'm a fanboy or anything, but this is someone that I look, I watch this shit because I find it entertaining and I think it's good. And to me, it's something like, oh man, this, this dude's got another video out. Fuck, I'm going to watch that straight away because I enjoy his content. And the fact that he's just like, oh, yeah, I know who you are. <laughs> it's sort of right. surreal. And it's weird. And it's like, I'm not bringing it up just to, you know, um, this isn't like a setup like, oh, Sam's like coming like John would you mind bringing up how people fucking know who I am now no it's like it's it, it's just it's weird for me because like you and I have been friends I've been on you've given me countless opportunities to be on your podcast and I'm just I, I don't really do shit like I just talk shit on the internet and then we happen to be friends so it's like weird to me that people know who the fuck you are because I was just so there from the beginning and there's so many of your listeners who listen to you from like the first few episodes who stuck with you who who themselves are probably unaware like i was that you're getting the fuck out there now so it's wild i mean this could really be the genesis of something crazy yeah i mean that's something i struggle with in my mind i had it in my head there are a couple of people that i know who are big that i just know because they're my friends right who 
people I went to school with that have fucking ended up with like a million followers on YouTube, you know? Sure. And they're big names, you know? And, and I've always been not scared of asking them to come on. When I've, when I've approached them and they're like, oh yeah, your podcast's doing well and stuff. And, you know, I talk to them about it. I've always been, I want to be, I've always had in my mind, I want to be at a level, right? I've like got this imaginary ladder and it's like, when I'm at this point in the ladder, then I'm going to have these people on. Mm-hmm. When I'm at this point, when I know I've sold... When I've sold a thousand t-shirts and I've got 20,000 listeners, then I'm going to have them on. It's like I'm at 5,000 listeners and now these people are like, oh yeah, I'd love to come on. Fuck, my little plan in my head of where I would blow up or where I would be comfortable blowing up is more what that is, is way off. It's way Mm -hmm. off base. Well, the gauge might be off too because you got to understand, and I'm sure I don't have to tell you this, but... But it's much harder to get an average podcast listener than a subscriber on YouTube uh, or a view on YouTube might be a better analogy uh, because podcasts have just been they're, they're They were popular for quite a bit, but to get somebody to tune in regularly to just listen to somebody talk for potentially hours without flashing lights and stimulation in their face, holding their attention. And it's like less than 10 minutes long. That's tough. So 5,000 regular pod listeners might be like you know nowadays i don't know thirty thousand subs on youtube anyone i do have with a name who has a name for himself when i tell them i've got five thousand listeners i know that they get hundreds of thousands of views on their youtube when i say maybe i downplay it i say listen i'm not as big as you i get five thousand weekly listeners they're like man that's good numbers like they tell me that's good numbers for a podcast so it must be right. You know that, that's how it is. I battle with myself. You've you've raised a good question. I battle with myself because I'm an extrovert naturally. Mm-hmm. I am an extrovert. I I have no issue putting myself out there. But now I've got a bit older. There's this little, like the devil and angel on my shoulder going, "Calm down, lad. Mm-hmm. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't fuck up. Don't trip over your shoelaces. Come on. Just pull yourself back a little." Well, bit. Well, it's a. First of all, you've always had a part in you. You've always had a part in you that was a bit of an introvert because you are an avid gamer. And if you're not like, if you're not exclusively playing like online multiplayer games, which didn't even exist when you were a kid or when I was a kid, largely, uh, you can't. It's more, it's a single player experience or maybe a couch co op. It's a very private thing. So there's a part of you that's always at least wanted to retreat to that and you the fact that you named your podcast off of a very famous meme or a mistranslation from a single player role-playing <laughs> game from 1997 yeah. is an indication of that but at the same time like you're right you are largely an extrovert and the thing is i think you're right it, it's it's more of an older thing it's not like you're a 20 year old kid just trying to make it like yeah let me get myself out there and i want people to know my name and ask me to come on different productions it's more like you're an adult. You have a life. You have your own setup, and you've you've developed as a person before you started doing this. So it's not like you ever came into this like trying to be some kind of weird internet celebrity. You were already established as a person, and now people gravitate towards that. Yeah, and and the thing with it as well, I had a brush with celebrity in the past in a few scenes. You know, like I had a book, two books that I ghost wrote that were going to be read by hundreds of thousands of people and i worked in television with fucking megastars you know 
for for a long time for 10 years i worked with people people as famous as mariah carey you know i've worked with you know people like elton john i've worked with tom cruise i've worked with mm. i've seen and i've seen i've seen what they have to do in their fucking daily lives to be who they are so i i've i've had that sort of brush with a following and with celebrity in the past but only now have I attempted to do it for myself, you know, because I've, I've never needed to, or I've never needed the attention or, or the, because I had it in other ways. I had, you know, work, working in television, going to celebrity parties three times a fucking month for rap parties, birthday parties with people that have got champagne and cocaine on tap. Right. <laughs> I, I, I lived, I lived the lifestyle that I hadn't earned. Do, do you see what I mean? By just, mm-hmm working in the industry now i'm older i'm not looking to do that i think i'm replacing that lifestyle with this instead does that make sense like this is where no, i get sense. my my kicks my attention my my you know that's where i get that from i get it from doing this but it's even like you've always had an air and it's the reason i've you know even before you and i were friends like the reason i started liking your podcast is like you've had a uh, an air about you where it's like you're not trying to do that it's like you might get kicks from like having a podcast and people know you but like you're not trying to be liked like you're not trying to be known or notable uh like you again have very much become a man of your own right before ever starting this thing and that is uh evident to anybody who listens to you uh to anybody who tunes in that it's uh you've had this whole life full of experiences and you share these stories and that's what makes people gravitate towards you. It's a, it's a far cry from the current culture, like this YouTube bubble, or um, like people aren't getting so much into podcasts anymore, but like Instagram uh, celebrities are now, I guess the big thing is like TikTok, TikTok personalities, like people uh, have to come out and be known and they're not even making things to make things. They're making things so that people will know their name and want to listen to them and ask them questions meanwhile you've transcended that you know it's it's a weird culture we're living in now but um it is a breath of fresh air to have somebody who's a podcast host who doesn't need that kind of validation um anytime like my favorite youtube people that i listen to are usually people who do game playthroughs who they shut the fuck up most of the time like those are my favorite you know what i mean like they're not trying to put their personality out there so much like they're they give the game the respect it deserves uh and they might give their objective thoughts on that right like they're not trying to be a personality like everybody's screaming at you nowadays uh that's what it feels like at least the kind of guy that you are and the production that you know you're undergoing now with this guy or sick this project um it could be influential to some people but that it i think it speaks more to how impressionable they are than how influential you are it's not an, uh, an insult to you it's not saying that you can't be a convincing guy it's 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 more about like you know there's plenty of media i consumed when i was a kid and i did dumb shit because of it but do you think any of those people lost sleep and was it really their fault like it was no it was, i was a dumb kid uh, some might lose sleep i imagine some do when they read a fucking oh, story and, yeah 
you know but the, the thing is see, i've always wanted to be a cult leader so yeah then it is a little bit your fault i think about this a little bit because eventually i'm gonna fuck everyone's wife but then but then the guys because that's what they do cult leaders you know they're like well i am the leader so i have to fuck all the wives yeah but that's, that speaks that's... more to them being cucks than you know they're my wife now. They're anything being wrong with you. Like, you're the one getting laid. They need to shut up. It and does. Like... It does. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so the, the cult thing, I, I might do a bit of that. That's fine. If I, if I can get away with yeah. that, I'll do that. <laughs> that's, where this, that's where this is all leading. It's, right. it's all leading towards Right, that. you're going to make everybody else shave their heads and just fucking... Yeah, and cut their bollocks off like, um, like Heaven's Gate. I'm going to make them all eunuchs apart from me. Right, and you can't get uh, a ladle full of punch unless you come up wearing your This Guy or Sick merch. Exactly. You can't have any of the Kool-Aid if, if you don't do that. You've got to have, you, to have the Kool-Aid, you've got to go through that motion. Which, by the way, my compliments to the chef. I just had a uh, cup full of Kool-Aid myself, and I have to say, it's... Is it good? Spectacular. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to f- be feeling the effects in 15 minutes, but right now... Whoo- it's great. Some of the Jonestown Kool-Aid, yeah. <laughs> that Jonestown blend. <laughs> That's an interesting question because I, not that I've been, I've not struggled with it. I've not even really thought about it, but it has come up from other people as well, where they're like, "Hey, man, people fucking know who you are," or like other people, other people just randomly have said to me, "I was talking to a guy I know at work, and he mentioned you," and they're like, "Really? Yeah, like, and, and these aren't people here that I, I live here, but." These are like people on Facebook, people in, in groups on Facebook that like memes and stuff have have just said like randomly, hey, my buddy mentioned your podcast the other day. And I'm like, really? Okay. And he and uh, he was like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. You know, and they kind of get like that. What are they into? Are they into, are they, are they gamers that usually listen or are they just like all around just into listening podcasts? But then I, I don't know because like while gaming is a big part of the podcast, it also isn't. Yeah. There are lots of episodes that just aren't about gaming like this one or the Halloween one we just mm-hmm. did isn't. And, you know, we've, we've done plenty that aren't. Part of me is wondering if, if it's going to move towards less gaming as things go on. Well, you know what the thing is, like, it, you can still have that demographic. Like, if you look at people, uh, other people who listen to podcasts or, like, uh, people who watch different YouTube channels, it's like there's a there's a bunch of channels that do not game related shit but they have tons of game related shit on their channel or on their you know spotify platform or whatever and so they have that demographic people who are have similar interests but they can talk about whatever they want but the demographic remains the same so i wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of people who came into listening to your podcast or other similar productions who were involved because of a love of video games but stayed for something else i wouldn't be surprised at all yeah i I think that definitely happens like when when i do an episode that isn't gaming and it performs just as well and sometimes better like the halloween episode i just did is is my top episode that hasn't had a guest on Mm -hmm. Uh, there was no guest involved in in that episode Mm -hmm. and it and it's performed better than any episode that wasn't including a guest. It's a great episode. Cheers, cheers. Yeah. Um, so I look at that and think, but then is it because people like ghosts and it was Halloween? Well, the, yeah. I mean, that definitely has something to do with it. But the fact is that people did listen and then went, oh, yeah, I like this. And it was a long episode. It wasn't a short episode. It's like four hours, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was, fucking, it was super, super long. But, it's, but then so many people reach out to me afterwards and were like, hey, like, I fucking listen to your stories. Oh, you said this, you said that. 
I remember this and I remember you mentioned this TV show and I remember that TV show mm-hmm. and that's that's sort of new as well like maybe because I've been pushing it and I've been telling people if you listen fucking contact and get in touch because at the moment my audience feels silent because I mm. know you're out there and you're not fucking telling me reach out because I want to know who you are and hear from you because I actually I actually do want to know who you are well you also started that Facebook group for the podcast too it's like the group yeah I'm, yeah I don't know how far that will go I'm hoping I'm hoping that people will just gravitate towards it and look to it but Facebook's such a hard platform right now to get anything off the ground it's insane mm-hmm. you're not kidding I mean I post a meme and it's, it tells me like two days later six people have seen it and I'm like why what the fuck is wrong with this like I've got I've got I've got almost 9,000 followers well, I did almost have 9,000 followers on, on Facebook, but about 400 disappeared over the course of October, and I don't know where the fuck they went. Which is fucking bizarre, but you also have Facebook has an in, uh, an infrastructure that was never kind to pages in the first place. It, it, it seems like the entire thing, you can almost market yourself better on your personal page or in some random group that you start than... Uh, an actual official Facebook page, whether it's a gaming video creator page or a business page, just because everything's set up to make you pay to get reach. And it's only gotten worse. People have said that these new Facebook regulations that are coming in are just because of election time, but people will get flagged and have content removed from groups and pages over things that have nothing to do with politics at all just certain word choice so it's some of the ones that have happened to me piper perry or she's perry piper the fucking porn star sitting on the couch yeah. surrounded by big black dudes the five black dudes and one white girl meme yeah i got i got a, a nudity ban for that i was like how how the fuck is there's no nudity in this what are you talking about right meanwhile there's actual like fucking child porn and shit like that on facebook yeah and it's like what what is it that that made you take this down i got a nudity ban for the the fucking meme about a guy with his hands down his pants and it's like a coin my witcher because it's toss of coins your witcher right and he, he's jerking off that's the joke but it's not actually a picture of a man jerking off it's a picture of a man adjusting his fucking underwear like yeah. nudity nudity and sexual activity banned uh i got a, i got a ban for violence for a fucking image of brock lesnar throwing someone down the stairs wwe's not real like that's not real violence. What the fuck are you, yeah. what are they talking about? You know. But yet WWE themselves, a big company with fucking millions of followers, will have the same images or have actually a video footage of the same thing on their Facebook page and won't get a single fucking ban. It's almost like unless you're large enough that they leave you the fuck alone, when you're at that eight thousand, ten thousand level, they just don't fucking. They're, they're just going to continue to fuck with you and fuck with you, and then once suddenly you get a blue check mark then they'll suddenly leave you alone for it. You know, you don't hear a lot of you don't hear a lot of pages that are official. You don't hear like uni lad showing a picture of someone crashing a car and losing their arm or an alligator biting someone's leg. And all that that's violence, right? That's real violence. But if it's National Geographic posting it, that's fine. But if I post it, suddenly I'm promoting violence. It's it's weird. You're just a victim of the algorithm. Just like everybody else, so maybe you're not that famous after all. <laughs> maybe they are out to get you yeah i think i think they are i think I'm, I'm getting noticed and they're like stay in your fucking lane the problem is like these giant like as we have uh discussed privately these giant pl- 
platforms don't have competition. Facebook doesn't have competition. Twitter doesn't have competition. YouTube largely does not have competition. Uh, so they're free to make up their own rules because they don't have to compete with anybody else. They don't have to try to bring in uh, viewers or members or anything like that. Uh, so they're free to make their platform whatever it they want it to be and if it's something that they want to appeal to old grandma fucking Gertrude and there can't be any uh, any lewd behavior or any instance of the word fuck or cunt or this or that or the other thing they can just make their platform this because there's nobody who's going to challenge them on it the word cunt is one that people are now getting bans for on Facebook Yeah, which is it's fucking insane you know like you can watch a clip from the boys where Carl Urban calls everyone cunt every fucking sentence. You can watch the clip of him going, well, 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 isn't it the invisible cunt? Like, you can, you can see him fucking say it mm-hmm. on the show on Amazon, which is another giant corporate. You can watch it on Amazon. You can watch Amazon's clip of it, but if you type that in your little box to say, man, I feel like a stupid cunt this morning, you now get told that's not, you're not allowed to say that. It's such a fucking weird thing. But then you, you brought up the instance of competition. Well, Twitch came out as competition maybe five six years ago to youtube from the gaming sphere but now twitch is at a size that it's doing the same shit itself it's no longer at a point where it's now having to compete with youtube it's just as big as maybe even bigger i don't know well because they hit that niche because they hit that streaming niche and nobody wants to fucking stream on youtube because there's no audience unless you're already a massively established youtuber and you could just go live and be like i'm streaming now and a couple thousand people tune in twitch is for that so in terms of streaming specifically what competition does twitch have twitch is now going the same way oh we have a decency council who's going to say what you can and can't say our council members are the typical what you'd exactly expect people who want to be on a fucking decency council to be in the 90s that would be christians catholics mums with kids at school pta parents you know that's that's what you used to get on these things but now it's like we got one transgender one black Mm -hmm. you know you know a couple of gays and then a a soy boy who wants to fuck at least one of those other lot you know that's what you get on there the the one cup right and obviously their opinion on the world (laughs) is very narrow in terms of what they think is acceptable and isn't and that's not a knock on everyone who's black transgender or a cuck or whatever right there's not a knock on everyone who's like that but people that want power over a platform and what the platform (laughs) allows and doesn't allow most definitely have a narrow fucking view much like when i mentioned these conservative christian parents who want to be in control of what television their kids watched in the fucking 90s they are also not every conservative or christian gives a fuck what is on television but the ones who want to actually control that definitely have a narrow view a narrow opinion of what you see and what you hear yeah and it's a um a minority and so it's not even just like we discuss you know the minority nowadays on twitter uh or social media platforms that want to control the uh the market it, it's always been it's been a minority of people that control the market so These platforms, whether they're TV channels back in the 90s or whether they're social media platforms or video hosting and streaming platforms nowadays, they listen to this minority, not because they directly listen to the minority, but because they listen to their fucking advertisers who listen to the minority. So it's very hard to fucking advertise 
Bounty and, um, you know, Glad Trash Bags and McDonald's on YouTube if the guy in the video that you're advertising those things on is saying, fuck, shit, cunt, this, that, and the other thing. So they're listening to their advertisers who are listening to this minority, but is that what, is that what the majority is really fucking saying? Like, how, what percentage of people are that outraged? at this language or this quote-unquote indecency the, the strange thing with it is is the flip of who it is doing it because the same people like again the same people in the 90s that were outraged by the word cunt outraged by gay men kissing on a tv show right the, the same people mm. are the opposite to the people that are outraged over the word cunt on a show now they've flipped it and it, in fact they're the polar opposites I would, I would imagine yeah. if, if you were to find a trans woman who has maybe been persecuted, maybe not, I don't know, living their best life, they've changed from male to female, that's what that's what they want to be, you know, they're fucking super happy in their, in their life. They would hmm. look at one of these, like, ultra-Christian people in the 90s going, don't have gay people kiss on TV, and they'd be like, fuck them. They would openly be like, fuck those people. How dare they say you can't have a gay person kiss on, on, on a screen? But then they turn around is, as part of their cancel job for twitch and go don't say cunt on twitch and it's like well that's the it's the same thing it's just the boots on the other foot it's mm -hmm. it's almost like they need to realize that they're acting like the people they hate well they yeah you're right they do need to realize that but they won't realize that as long as they have the saying power why what would ever what would ever force them to come to that realization nothing so i here's a question for you is it going to waffle back and forth is it just going to be one side has power, then the other side has power? Or is there going to come a time where the market becomes, uh, the, like, say, these big platforms like Facebook and Twitch and YouTube uh, become so oversaturated that they kind of subdivide? They undergo, uh, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like mitosis or something. And different platforms are created. And now one is like a leftist platform and now is a right-leaning platform. And one is a platform where everything's restricted and one is one where there's free speech. Because we have platforms out there now that allow supposedly free speech. Um, but they're so tiny in comparison to the giant gargantuan conglomerates that run the scene that they don't get any play. Not to mention that if you were to use that platform or any one of those platforms like... Uh, parlor or bit shoot you just immediately get outcasted as some kind of weird extremist right-wing racist so like what happens is it gonna flounder back and forth for all eternity or what where do you see this going? i, I see it going towards some form of government legislation that tells them to stop fucking messing with things but then i don't want that because depending on who's in power they might flip-flop what you're allowed to say and not allowed to say what it what it should be is it should be listen your your platform is basically mm -hmm. a public service at this point facebook twitter twitter has heads of states around the world using it anyone who's in them countries deserves to see what their heads of state are saying on there i mean that that should be a fucking god-given right if you're allowing people like heads of state heads of church heads of any anything heads of fucking ceos of businesses that you might work for if they're putting official statements out on your platform you shouldn't be banning anyone from fucking seeing it that's where a legislation needs to lie a legislation needs to lie of actually let it police itself let people that are on there go to each other 
if someone says something they don't agree with, allow them to have the discourse with each other to go, I don't fucking agree with you. Don't allow them to go block, ban and delete. And and, and that's what a government legislation should be about these things. I, I just don't think, right. I don't think there's any government in the world who wouldn't see that legislating this could be in their advantage. I mean, that's the problem. Well, no, I mean, you see the CEOs of Facebook, Twitter, and fucking Google get pulled into Congress all the time. They talk to fucking 70-year-old men who don't know what the fuck they're on about. Well, not only that, you're right, but the government only cares about the government. They only care about, like, election tampering, and they only care if it doesn't have something to do with actual politics, the government doesn't give a shit. They don't care. But we have these standards and practices involved in television, right? And in advertising and with other media format. You can go on TV after a certain point in of time, right? You know, you've got the watershed and you can say cunt, fuck, and maybe you're only allowed to say it five times. Or you have rules and they can't, if they break the rules, they fucking pay fines. What I think would happen with, what, what I think should happen with social media is... Instead of giving them those guidelines that they have to stick by, there should basically be no guidelines for them to stick by mm. outside of genuine like threats of violence, perhaps. Right. That that's basically it. Like outside of that, genuine threats of fucking violence or, or like your kiddie porn, shit like that. Mm. There, there shouldn't be any there shouldn't be anything on them those platforms that we go, that's too much. Now, should there be warnings on things? Possibly. You know, if videos with gore on, like, come up on Facebook, we've covered this photo because it's fucking horrible to look at. You're now the person who goes, yes, I want to see it. If it's anything like that, maybe it has on there. And maybe, like you said about Facebook saying, "Do you are you sure you want to say this word? Maybe remove that function. But anytime you type something on Facebook, when you press enter, it just comes up and says, are you sure you want to send this? Like when you send an email and you press send and it pops up, it doesn't just send, it goes, now you have to click send. After you've typed it out and pressed enter, you still have to click another option to make sure you send it. Because I think what that would do is allow people to think, they'd write a tweet out, they go angrily, click send, and then it pops up. You sure you want to do this? And they might they might go, actually, I don't. Yeah, but they've done that already. They've done it to me. I called fucking, uh, I called our friend Jesse a bitch. By like like kidding, and then I typed it in, and Facebook popped up with a. What I'm saying is that would be standard if you were just saying how are you doing, you know, not picking up certain words to say. Are you sure you want to call him a bitch? It would be a standard. Mm -hmm. Type in your response. Your response would be have a nice day. You press enter, and it's like you sure you want to send this? You yep, and you send it through. And it's not that there's a punishment there for you saying yes you agreeing to it but it gives you as the person talking a slight reactionary buffer to go maybe i am being a cunt they're not telling you perhaps you are being a cunt perhaps you really shouldn't say this phrase it's allowing you to make your own decision you click tweet fuck you trump you piece of shit i fucking hate <laughs> you you know something like that and then you press enter to send it instead of just sending it it then goes do you want to send this message and I think a lot of people, not all people, but a lot of people would go, no, I don't. And it's not going to read the message back to you like your one did. It literally showed you what you were about to say. I'm like, you sure you want to say any of this? It doesn't do any of that. It's literally just like a... Yeah, but here's... I, I understand what you're saying, but here's the problem with that. It also gives these platforms a, a greater basis to take your shit down because now what you've done is they've asked you twice now. They basically gave you the form to write your 
uh, opinion or your sentence or whatever you're writing that might be object objectionable or might not be objectionable, then they also asked you. So you consented twice to submitting this form on the internet, and now they're completely justified in taking down whatever the fuck they want because they asked you twice. Not my problem is like that. Ask that asking you wouldn't mean that they take it down because you said yes to it. It would be instead of taking any post down, it just asks you before you post it. Instead of taking the post down, it just says you're sure about this. Like you're like, are you sure you want to call the president to come? Yeah, but that's not good enough for the advertisers. It just isn't. It, it's not. But then I got a question for you. Why are we so much? Why are we so more? We're so much more worried about the words that get said, like cunt and uh, some words that I can't say on this uh, platform. Uh, let's say slurs, right? Why are we so much why are we so much more worried about that than ideologies that are very poisonous and injurious to very young people? Um, so you don't have to agree with me on this. Um, but because we're speaking openly, uh, my stance on, like, let's say, transsexuality. I believe that scientifically there's a basis for people to be predisposed, to uh, genetically be predisposed to be transsexual or to identify as another gender other than what they are born as biologically. Um, but largely there's another side where it's there could be a lot of social conditioning uh that's a part of that and we enable a lot of that social conditioning on these platforms that will then turn around and ban somebody for saying the f word where are our morals like what are we trying to accomplish it all, it's all a big money play to me as far as i see it to appeal to advertisers. They don't know how to moderate two differing opinions on one topic. So it's easier for them to just censor words than it is to moderate. To moderate takes nuance. Someone actually has to sit there, they have to hire someone to actually read what's being said and, and know the malicious intent or not. If there mm. is any scientific backup to say that people are born trans and that's just who they are, or is it a, you're not born that way, it's social conditioning. Like, you know, because there are two options that obviously people argue back and forth. You're either born that way or you've become that way via social conditioning. There's no middle ground on, on subjects like that. Rather than face, Facebook, for example, going, look, when these topics come up, we're going to have a fucking human sit here, read it and go, no, no one's breaking any rules, it's fine. It's easier to go, but if you say fuck and then say trans black or something like that afterwards oh now you're definitely now we definitely know you're being a piece of shit so we're taking it off there even if they wrote something incredibly fucking harmful to trans people as long as they didn't break some sort of algorithmic rule that they're, they're fine yeah that's an issue too it's like it backfires it's like uh it's meant these algorithms and these regulations are meant to cater to a specific demographic of people who lean a certain way um but you could be like i am Pro, I'm pro-black, I'm pro-trans, I'm pro-gay, I'm pro-this and that, uh, and I will fucking uh, fuck anybody who says otherwise they're a cunt, and now you're ban you're banned. <laughs> like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it, like it fucking backfired, because you're right, there's no nuanced uh, human 
content moderation. It's all done through algorithm to save fucking money. It all comes down to money in the end. The whole fucking lot's money, right? That's all it is about. Everything's about fucking money. Even down to who you vote for president boils down to money at the end of the day. <laughs> well, you can't you can't get a platform to run on if you don't have fucking money. And fuck anybody who thinks that uh, the Clintons and Biden don't have money or that, uh, you know, Trump obviously doesn't have any political experience but he had fucking money or any republican candidate it's a joke it's like in the in the states you're supposed to be a all you have to be to run for president is 35 years old at least and be born inside of the country that's it but you will never they they you will never see like a 40 year old dude who's been doing roofing for the last 25 years who has a ton of practical work experience and knows what it's like to be in the working class run for president and even if he does like he will never make it anywhere because of all the fucking nepotism in politics the same could be said for a dude who like sold drugs for years and never got caught like he even if he's 35 at least and uh was born in the country like you'll never hear from him because he just doesn't have the fucking money to get to the position to get himself out there you know and all of these things we spoke about tonight like you know down to censorship down to because that's advertising focus it's not really down to we want to protect trans kids from fucking hearing someone abuse them it's down to our advertisers don't like it when people abuse them there's like a falseness to to the censorship the censorship's not there to protect people they don't give a fuck about people it's there to protect the money that goes in their pocket if your platform is deemed unsafe they don't want to put money on there because the brands don't want to be associated with unsafe content. And, and that's all it boils down to. They don't give a fuck. These people at Twitter, you know, as much as you might think people in the office are, they're ideologically left. They're ideologically, the people that actually own the company don't give a fuck. All they care about is making sure the company makes them money. Yeah. Zuckerberg, all of them. That's all they give a fuck about. Yeah, you're completely right. Which is weird. Like, how empty do you have to be as a human being to just not give a fuck anymore? It's like... You, you make a certain amount of money and you're like, wow, this is fucking amazing. And then your entire drive as a human being after that is to continue accumulating wealth. It's not even to continue to make money. It's to continue accumulating wealth. Like you become this robot that just exists to see the numbers go up. It's weird. It's like the people who run these platforms are themselves a part of the algorithm at this point. It's fucking Sky, uh, Skynet, I'm telling you. I almost said Skyrim. They are the yeah. algorithm. They're fucking downloading their testicles to, to the system. Yeah. Like, that's how they get off. It's just... Yeah. Every time Facebook... Oh, my Every time Facebook Christ. bans someone, the fucking loveness toy up fucking Zuckerberg's arse vibrates. Yeah. Every time a ban goes off, he gets a little twinge. Yeah, exactly. A little Pavlovian conditioning for you. Um, All right, dude. I have to run and get some fucking more booze because I ran out. This has been a really cool chat and, and I'm glad we did it. Hey man, brilliant fucking talking to you. Let me save this before...